don't you go and then I'll go and well, I don't know. We're, I, we're definitely yeah. gonna be like not agreeing on this because I can already <laughs> see your face. Hi guys, I'm Leanna. I'm Jared. Welcome back to Hello and Goodbye. We are back. We're back. New day. Yep. Hump day. Yeah. New new drop date for the episodes. And this is episode sixty nine. Oh, finally! <laughs> the wait is over. <laughs> so we just kind of want to catch up with you guys, um, and then we've just you know we've got some amazing guests coming up in the next couple weeks. So, mm -hmm. um, but we just yeah we're so excited to be back. It feels yes. good. It feels yeah. Good to be it back. does actually. So a couple housekeeping things. Um, our Patreon is still up. Mm -hmm. So patreon.com slash hello and goodbye podcast. It's $3 a month. There may be another tier added if you'd like to donate more. And it's basically just to help the show run without having to pay out of pocket. Yep. So it helps me pay the producer, Dustin Lau, who produces these episodes for us, um, which is a huge help. So that helps. There is some bonus content on the Patreon. So doesn't take that long. Just go to patreon.com slash podcast. The other thing is we're we're going to talk about our sponsors again. So we're going to bring back an OG, VFresh. Mm -hmm. VFresh is like, I can't stop talking about them all the time. I still use their product, vfresh.com. Um, v is V-E-E. -E. And basically, it's just, it's products that help women take back their vaginal health. So mm -hmm. you've got boric acid suppositories, V-Cleanse, you've got uh, V-Tract, which helps with urinary, uh, healthy urinary function. You've got V-Gentle, which is a cleanser. And I think they have some new products as well. Um, so to get 10% off your first order, you're gonna use code HELLO2021 at checkout. I'd recommend ordering in bulk because you will love these products. So again, V-Fresh, V-E-E-Fresh.com, code hello 2021 at checkout um and if you have any more questions about the products feel free to dm me or send us an email info at hello goodbye podcast and i can give you all of the information if you have been a listener for a long time you know that i've dealt with vaginal issues so you can go back and listen to those episodes too especially with um hannah matluck mm -hmm. from the from the beehive Yes, and yeah. and I think what's true is like a lot of these products are out there from like lots of different companies. Be Fresh is a woman owned is a women yep. owned business. Woman and, of color owned business. Yes. Yep. And also, um, just like they, you know, when you just order something off of Amazon, like you never right. know like about the quality and Correct. stuff like that, and they really stand behind their stuff. Yes, so. I love Natasha. We've had her on the show. Mm -hmm. I hundred percent support her. She's an amazing woman. And her company is just blowing up and it's incredible. Yep. So go support her. Check them out. Okay. I don't think there's anything else. Oh, subscribe, rate, review. Yeah, tell a friend. Yeah, guys, it's been a while since we've had a review. Yeah. So like go to Apple Podcasts, give us a review. Yeah, or or get a friend interested in the show. Tell them don't start from the very beginning. Maybe <laughs> start from what, like 12 episodes in? Yeah, maybe like 30 episodes Sure. <laughs> And then, and then when, and then have them leave a review. Yeah. Well, and then when you get to know us, then you can go back to the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Just give and, us some grace in those yeah, beginning we episodes. Great. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, okay, so what is ha what is on your mind? What has been happening in your life? Okay, well, big thing that we talked about in our bonus episode is I went to Hawaii, mm -hmm. and it was amazing. I had a blast. I did not get laid or laid. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I just it was I had I had a moment of like um, solo travel panic. The first day mm. that I got there. My hostel was uh, very hostily. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was, from the pictures, it looked clean mm -hmm. and just kind of bright. And my room was kind of that way. The bathrooms were filthy. Mm. Um, and it was one bathroom per five rooms. Oh, wow. And the walls were very thin. The air unit in my bedroom, like the cover was coming off. So the first night I got zero sleep. Because it was rattling. Oh, it was like rattling. Ugh. It was rattling the whole night. There was a girl in the bedroom over who was coughing all night. Oh, I'm no. like, she maybe she has COVID. Like, what's going to happen? So anyway, I um, everything got fixed the following day. But I was kind of like searching, like, should I suck it up? Should I get a hotel? You know, I'll be more comfortable. Yep. But it would have been another thousand dollars. Yeah. And I just, like, I had already spent the I got, the hostel was $50 a night. Mm -hmm. You just can't beat that. And what ended up happening is I just got out of there. I had a car from Turo. And I went to this beach that Michelle, my best friend, told me to go to, Kailua Beach. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, I was exhausted. I had a headache. I laid on the beach. And I just, just laid out for, like, five hours. Like awesome. on the beach. It was beautiful. The water was beautiful. I got in the water, ended up meeting this group of people because I had them take a picture for me. They invited me to have dinner with them, had dinner oh, with them. Nice. They gave me like some tips of like where to go. Mm -hmm. And I got back to my room so late that I was like, I think I can do this. Like yeah. I can suck it up yep. and like deal with the not perfect living situation mm -hmm. as long as I'm active and moving around and doing things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be like in your room in the hostel all day. Right. Yes. Cause exactly. that won't be comfortable or fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just to like summarize things. Cause I don't want, I don't think you guys want to know, you know, 30 minutes of what my trip was. Um, but you know, I, I did a surf lesson quite traumatizing, probably will never surf again, but I survived. <laughs> I got up a couple times. Um, I did go see Pearl Harbor. It was very beautiful, very sentimental. Oh, cool. Um, I travel, I probably put 600, 700 miles on the car. Really? Just, oh yeah. I was driving three hours a day, just driving all around the Island. It was the best decision I made to get a car. Um, my favorite spots were the Waimalaya beach, Kailua beach, Lanakai, um, I did a hike. I did a six mile hike, um, up Kulio'o, um, which it's three miles. It's, it's crazy. Like it's three miles, like almost straight up. Wow. And, um, and of course I went the wrong way. So I like added an extra mile, <laughs> then I fixed it. Um, the views were absolutely incredible. It was a hike that a local told me about. So I just mm -hmm. stayed away from all of the touristy stuff. Yeah. And I did, I just met locals and did everything that they told me to do. Um, I want to, that's the best way to travel. I want to shout out a couple businesses to go visit if you're there. So Sweet East Cafe, mm -hmm. I had breakfast there almost every morning. The guys there are so cool. They like, there's always this huge wait. And every time I'd come to sign in, they're like, just go over there. And they just like 
sit me at a table. Oh, that's awesome. I know. It was amazing. They were the ones that told me about Kulio Hike. Um, let's see. What else? I got like some of the best Thai food I've ever had other than like Ooh. when I was in Thailand. Mm -hmm. But I can't remember the name of the Thai place. Oh, no. All I know is it's near Sweet East Cafe next to a coffee bean tea leaf. Anyway, you guys don't care. But um, let me think. Was there anything else? I went to Rumfire uh, Bar mm -hmm. the final night to watch the sunset on Waikiki. Oh. Um, ended up meeting this really cool gentleman we, um, like on a platonic basis, sure. but, um, it was kind of like had a business connection there. Okay. And, um, yeah, I was like super bummed to leave. Like yeah. the, the morning I woke up, I was like, I was like, all right, I'm going to do some laundry real quick. So I did some laundry and then I went and had some breakfast and went to a beach and like laid out and then was like, wanted to cry when I had to leave. Aww. But... It was amazing. That's a sign of a great vacation. I know. <laughs> and for those of you who are wondering, traveling to Hawaii, it is a little tricky. Mm -hmm. So if you're not vaccinated, you have to do a COVID test within three days. Oh, yeah. If you are vaccinated, you no longer have to do that. But you have to go on the Hawaii travel website and register before you even go. Yep. Or you're going to be stuck. For a long time yep. so just just look into hawaii travel just do everything that you need to do you have to take a health survey a day before you go there's a long line when you get there if you didn't get a wristband in the airport so it, it, there definitely are some extra hoops you have to jump to yep through. yeah but just do your homework ahead of time yeah and get vaccinated if you're not already yeah so let's talk about that for a second <laughs> Um, so, you know, guys, it, we're to the point where like, okay, the Delta variant is here. The Delta variant is surging. Uh, there are hospitals all over the country that have no space, that cannot treat people. They're out of ICU beds. They're out of ventilators. People are dying. They're turning people away who don't have COVID yeah. because they don't want them to catch COVID. There's a guy who's, who was shot like multiple times who's been waiting like three days to get surgery. Wow. Because there's no yeah, space. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm reading yeah. stuff all over. And and I I think most of the people in the hospitals are unvaccinated. Yes. That doesn't... Over 99% That doesn't mean that yeah. you can't... Like, there are a lot of breakthrough cases happening with people getting vaccinated. I know a couple people personally who have been vaccinated and have gotten COVID. They're fine. They weren't administered into the hospital. Um, but, you know, you can still be vaccinated and get COVID, but your likelihood of death is like so much slimmer. Yes. And your likelihood of hospitalization is so much slimmer. Yes. So, um, so if one, I think we should probably all be wearing masks again. Yes. Are you, so around here, so around I've been wearing my mask into the grocery store, yes. into like if I restaurants to grab takeout food or whatever. And I would say it's like, a little bit less than 50-50. I think most people are still not wearing masks because well, because I don't think like our hospitals are full. Yeah, in it's our not mandated area. yet. Yes, it's not mandated. It's not mandated. Um, yeah. I do have a source that's telling me that there is a hospital in San Bernardino that there, the number COVID numbers are increasing significantly. Mm. So it hasn't quite hit San Bernardino County yet. Yeah. So the mask mandate isn't back. 
for no. indoors. It for, is back for, in L.A. County. It is. Right? So yeah. I think it's just like, it's getting to us at some point. Yeah. Um, because like we just, we all, I think we can all agree that like we just all want this to be over. And the thing with vaccinations is like, if you don't believe in science, <laughs> then don't, then stop going to the doctor when you get sick. Mm -hmm. Don't take any of your medications anymore. Yeah. Like it's, that's all science. Yeah. And, and the vaccination, the vaccination has been, they've been like, it's not like it just happened out of nowhere. They've been working on these for years. Yes. The yeah. Coronavirus research has been going on since 2002 or maybe 2012 or something. For yeah. A very long time. And the yeah. reason it's not FDA approved is because it just takes time. Yep. But there's emergency use yep. issued by the FDA. And a lot of the vitamins we take, a lot of the products we use, things yep. we eat, are also not FDA approved. So I just feel yeah, like... Yeah, if you take any kind of supplement, like echinacea or whatever, none of that stuff's yeah. FDA approved, yeah. right? So I just, you know, just do research, right? Mm -hmm. If you're, if you're anti-vax, just do some more research that doesn't support what you want to believe about it mm -hmm. because the tr the truth is in the numbers yes do you know uh 1.8 billion people in the world have are fully vaccinated and how many people have had adverse reactions so do you know so that, do that's you know the, the thing statistics? right so so i actually was corresponding with someone about this uh, like a young person i was on reddit this kid was like on one of the subreddits that i subscribed to like is like i'm very christian my parents don't believe in the vaccine i don't know whether to go to college or not without it like blah 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 and so of course i was like dude i work at a college like what are your questions like blah mm -hmm. blah and i'm like the vaccines are safe they're effective like and he's like well i just saw this website about you know like the the people who have died or who have been paralyzed from taking the vaccine and I was like, so, so now, so then I did a quick Google sure. search, right? And like, what's true is, you know, when they followed how, I think it was like 44,000 volunteers over however many months, right? Some, you know, indie double blind uh, placebo controlled trial, right? Which means some people receive the vaccine, some people don't. So if you follow 44,000 people over many months, some of them are going to have health problems and some of them are going to die, mm -hmm. right? And... And what they found out is that, like, those deaths in that trial were not related to the vaccine. And, in fact, some of the people who died received the placebo, which is, means they went and got a shot of just a saline injection. Mm. Right? Um, and there were, like, a few cases of, like, Bell's palsy, which is, like, a, like a thing that happens in the facial muscles mm -hmm. that also happens if you have a stroke or whatever. Mm -hmm. Again, like, not deemed to be related to the vaccine you know and so but what happens is people who are inclined towards conspiracy theories or are politically just uh against the vaccine you know like looking for anti-vaccine mm -hmm. stuff will seize on that and i mean and i think the fact is like people are exploit people are deliberately putting misinformation out there and it's killing people mm -hmm. you know and so i sort of you know i i came back at this kid with like look here are the facts like and i'm like look with this many people in the world if if you know with over one point and there's already been 
you know, there's four something billion who have received at least one dose. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and it's been over a year since the first people in the trials took the vaccine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if there was some ticking time bomb, terrible thing, like we would know by now. Mm-hmm. Well, and we don't even know the, the long adverse effects of getting COVID. Yes. So it's like, I, I, I don't know. Like, there have been some cases of of a couple people died from blood clots. I think from the J and J. Yes. Um, but also, especially if you're a woman, stay away from J and J. Yes. Yeah. Also, women get blood clots from birth control and are more likely to get blood clots from birth control. Mm-hmm. Um, men can have erectile dysfunction from getting COVID. Mm, that's true. I think that should be shared more. <laughs> And the other thing is this round, the Delta variant, is affecting young people. Yes. It's affecting young people. It's affecting kids. My, mm-hmm. um, again, someone, I, I can't say my source, but um, was called because a young mother and her baby died from COVID. Mm-hmm. She wasn't vaccinated and, and she was 30. Yeah. You know, so it's like. Yeah, I just read a news of, a, of an eighth grade kid who died. Yeah. It's horrible. It's, it's, it's just, awful. it's horrible. And I just, it's, it's frustrating it's preventable that's what makes it so crazy right yes and i you know like i get it like i was i've talked to a couple people it's like well it's my right not to get a vaccine you're absolutely right it is your right not to get the vaccine but you not getting the vaccine is affecting other people in a way that could kill them yes and could kill yourself so just Think about it. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit like saying it's my right to drive intoxicated. You know, like where it's like, well, your right to do that affects other people and potentially puts other it. people at risk. Yeah. Right. And that's why we have made the decision in society it's not your right to be able to drive intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, even though, like, one person may be able to do it safely, like, no one's allowed to do it. Right. But anyway. So, obviously, we're pro-vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Just people out there, please take care of yourself. Wear masks. Get vaccinated. Yeah. If you don't want to get vaccinated, wear an N95 mask everywhere you yeah, go. Yeah, and stay in your fucking house. Seriously. <laughs> Come on, guys. Well, that's the other thing. Okay, and then, and then we're done. But, like, unvaccinated people are variant factories. Yes. That's where all these variants are coming from. Yes. Right. And, and okay, also, one more thing. <laughs> There's so many countries in the world that are dying to get the vaccine. Yes. They want it so badly and we have it and we have people refusing it and it's just, it's frustrating. Yes. So anyway, okay. Um, what's going on with you? Um, okay. I am still on full hiatus from dating, uh, which actually feels really good. Um, I think I mentioned on our bonus episode that, like, um, my housemate, like, set me up with someone, and it was, like, very sweet. Did I say that? No. No? Oh, it was really sweet. I have to tell you. I have to tell our listeners the story, because it's so funny. Okay, please do. So, my housemate is, like, an older, uh, an older man, and he's, like, the sweetest guy in the world, and he gets he's curious about my love life and then gives me advice in this very like nice way. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, he's told me before, he's like, Oh, there's this really pretty woman who works where I work. And he's like, but she's been with the same guy forever, whatever. So he, he's like, he comes home one day. He's like, 
oh my god, I have to tell you. So, so I ran into her, and um, she said she's not with that guy anymore. Mm-hmm. And I told her all about you and blah, blah, blah. And she was like reticent at first. And then, you know, and then she was like, okay, let me see if, you know, let me think about it and I'll send you my number to like give to him or whatever. And then she, so, so then she did, you know, she, she sent him, she sent my housemate her number to give to me. Mm-hmm. And so then he's like, starts giving me all this advice. He's like, okay, so, you know, just, you'll meet up real casual, like blah, blah. And then he goes, if it goes well. He's like, if it goes well, ask her to dinner. And he's like, and don't take her to some junky place. But also, don't take her to, like, a super high-end restaurant. <laughs> and then he was like, he was like, is the, um, is that, like, Olive Garden still over there on, like, Hospitality Lane? Oh, my Lane? gosh, stop <laughs> it! And then he goes, and then he's like, what's the other one? Uh, oh, yeah, isn't there, like, a spaghetti factory? Like, oh, one of those. Oh, my gosh, I cannot. And it was so sweet. That I is just, so cute. I just looked at him. I was like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, sort of, like, middle of the road. Like, well, And I, in my mind, I wasn't, like, I couldn't say, like, I'm not taking a date to the Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so where did you take her? We met up for, so the first meetup was just, like, casual, like, so yeah. we just went to this coffee and Did you feel place. chemistry? No. Okay. She was very sweet. She was nice. She was really nervous. Mm. Like in the first like 10 minutes, she was like, she was like freaking out. She was like, I'm really nervous. I'm sorry. I was like, you're okay. I was like, let's, you know, like. Is she, uh, did you think she, well, did she think she was attractive? She was, she was pretty. Okay. But, but like, not like, I didn't really feel yeah, like yeah, chemistry yeah. connection. Really. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like, it's funny because when he set me up, like it was so sweet of him to think of me and to kind of go to the trouble and like, but even like when he told me I was, I, I was kind of like, oh, I'm like really enjoying like not dating right now. Mm -hmm. But, um, we had a really nice time. We had a really nice talk. Um, and then, you know, we're like, you know, I was honest, like of like, Hey, I think you're awesome. Not really feeling a connection. And she kind of was like. Same here. Like, it kind of helped me realize, like, I'm not ready, you oh, know? And good. like Because, I mean, she got out of a six-year relationship. I guess it was, like, six months ago, but still, you know. Anyway, so that was cute. But um, I'm really enjoying, like, not... And my, my work life is crazy right now because our semester's getting ready to start and everything with COVID and the Delta variant is just... You know, I've... I have... I worked late almost every night this week and then I was at work on campus yesterday I've been doing work from home for several hours today yeah this is always the most stressful time of year for and you. it's just gonna be like that for yeah. like the next month and we're like so. we're back yeah we gotta do all these recordings I know. <laughs> I know so anyway so that's what's going on with me well I think the the summary is that we have to protect John at all costs yes <laughs> yes he's the best that is so sweet yeah um, well, we wanted to talk a little bit about The Bachelorette. So if you are not, so guys, okay, we're just such Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise fans. Um, we're going to be talking about it. We actually, we have a guest coming on soon from F-Boy Island, mm -hmm. um, which is on HBO Max. So if you have not watched that, I would recommend binging that in the next couple weeks so that when we have him on, because there's going to be spoilers. Yeah. Um, cause I, I'm like, I, it's like so funny. Like I cannot recommend it enough. Like Nikki Glazer is hilarious. I love it. I'm obsessed. Um, 
So anyway, but we are gonna talk about The Bachelorette, and so if you're not really interested, just skip a ahead. Sure, to the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but, well, so, and, but here's why we're going to talk about it. Yes. Because there was a there was a relationship on the show, obviously, between The Bachelorette and a contestant. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't a very... Um, there's a lot of attachment style stuff mm-hmm. to that relationship. And... Um, or, I'm sorry. So there was a, there was a big argument that happened. It was a yes. fight. And it was handled by both in different ways yes and it was a big controversy on the internet it's been very divisive like people are either like taking one strong team katie or or team greg yes and you and i have differing we are on different teams we are on different (laughs) teams and so i guess if you even if you don't watch the bachelorette we'll kind of discuss a little bit like what it was and you could probably still follow along yeah and 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 that's what i was gonna say like i understand why some people don't like it I think it's really fun television to watch. I only watch it if I can watch it with other people. Like I would 100%, not, I'd never sit down and watch it alone. Yes, I would not be watching the show yeah. if I didn't have a group of people to watch with and talk about it with. And one of the things I think that's good, I feel like, did I just see something about this on the internet? But like, um, oh yeah, I just saw something about this like on Reddit. Like a woman posted, she, I think it was about F-Boy Island or something. She was like, I just, she's like, I've been seeing this guy for like two months and it like happened to be on like when he came over or something like that. And he was like, oh, like keep playing it. And she's like, I learned like way more about him in these like 20 minutes, like all this stuff that I didn't know, even that we've been dating I was for just weeks. watching him watch the show. Yeah. And like them talking about it. Cause it's like, people are like, oh, like that's not cool. Or like seeing how different right. people flirt and like, what's, you know, like right. how relationships should work, how dating should work, who should ask out who, like all these things. So I, I think it's a cool way to learn about yourself and relationships, especially when you're talking with other people while yeah. you're watching it yeah right? obviously we know it's not real life but these are real people it's reality shows so there are real people who have real emotions and even though they're in these bubbles they're in these they contrived record, situations they're contrived yes. and so everything is going to be heightened yes um so anyway should we just summarize a little bit yeah do you want to try it or do you want me to try it yeah let me summarize it and then you can add okay okay I might be able to make it succinct. Okay. We'll see. Oh, saying that I couldn't make it succinct? <laughs> How dare you? Okay. So, um, Greg, was, it was one of Katie's top. You, she liked him right away. He got she the liked first right impression away. rose, got the first one-on-one day. Katie's always been a very strong-minded bachelorette. Yep. Um, she, she's a little awkward. She, I think she has some social awkwardness to her, but she's mm. real cute, very smart. Anyway, um, they had a home date. So a home date is where Katie meets Greg's family. Yes. And Greg had, his dad had passed away in the last couple years. He's a very sensitive guy. He is very in touch with his feelings. Um, he's been through a lot. And so he really opened up to her. And um, at the end of the hometown date, he got some advice from his mom that to, to just pour his heart out. Yes. You know? And so he did. He sat there and he he basically was just like, I I love you. And Katie 
now again, this is like what we saw. And yeah. I and I saw some people commenting on how like the edit was a little oh, off. Oh, interesting. Well, and just to stop you real quick, he he poured his heart out like like a whole lot. Like it wasn't just no, I yeah, love it you. was like a whole. It was like yeah. about how he hasn't really been happy or connected to himself since his father yes. died, and and you know, how and, he's been the happiest he's been meeting Katie. Yes. Um, and he had, and he's coming off of this super emotional day where he's telling his family that she's the one, she's the one and he's crying and they're crying and they're like, we're so happy for you. And we know we yeah. haven't seen you like this since dad died. I mean, it's just way a lot. So, so he pours out his heart and Katie just sits there. Yes. She's got her hand on his back and she just kind of is staring at him. Like there's no... She can't find words to say. There's no emotion in her face. It was a very odd reaction. And yes. the first words that she utters, or at least that what we saw, uh-huh. is, I just love looking at you. Yes. And you can tell there's just this flip of a switch in Greg, rightfully so. Sure. That's like, okay, so like, I just poured out my heart to you and that's what you have to say yes um and that ensues a, an argument where great well he shuts down he shuts down he shuts down and then she starts getting anxious because he shuts down and she kind of he gets up there you could see him talking in the dark producers are trying to yeah and she's just like what are you doing i don't understand what's going on why are you and he's having a hard time like communicating like, well, I just did this and you did this. And this is yeah. like, why, who, why wouldn't I shut down? And so, um, so anyway, so they end it. She, he walks her to the car yep. and they end the night and they're clearly both upset. Yes. And the following day, Greg, um, comes to her room, which is usually not a good sign mm-hmm. when they, it's not like, you know, the quote unquote set time to me. Yeah. And he goes to her room and he basically says, because you, because I didn't get the real Katie. It's like I was missing the real Katie. Like you weren't, you had no response. I poured my heart out. I'm unhappy and I want to leave. Yes. Well, and, yeah, and, and 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 I think what's also true, like a helpful piece of context here, is that he, like, this is a hard experience for anyone, right? Like, once you start really feeling strongly for someone and knowing that they're going on dates with all these other people, making out with all these other people, like whatever. So he's had a tough time throughout the show, and he's had to like sort of self-soothe himself and also katie has done a lot of like reassuring of him a lot of reassuring so so greg has gotten the only second one-on-one date Mm -hmm. every time every conversation we've seen she is telling him that she's she is falling for him like she said to him she said i'm following for you she gives him reassurance so greg is very Mm -hmm. anxiously attached very Mm -hmm. anxiously attached with maybe a little avoidance, mm-hmm. but, but, um, so from, you know, from the, sh- the stance of the show mm-hmm. of Katie being the bachelorette and just looking at the context of 
this is contractual. This is her job as the bachelorette. She has to make hard decisions. Greg has gotten most of the attention. Or at least what we're seeing of it. Mm, I think that's fair. So he's, you know, he got the first one-on-one. -on -one. He got the um, first impression rose. He got the second for the second one-on-one, -on -one, the only second one-on-one, -on -one, she told his mom, like, Greg is definitely here to stay. But see, Greg doesn't like this because he, he is so in love with her, or so he says, that he... Watch it. Uh, Watch it. That he <laughs> wanted her to set aside Bachelorette Katie and just be Katie. And... He needed to hear, I love you, or something that made him feel assured in the process. And all he got was Bastorette Katie. And well, she's like, well, but I did this and I did this. And like, and he's like, I don't want to hear about a rose. I want to know if you love me. So let, why don't you go and then I'll go and well, I don't know. We're, I, we're definitely yeah. going to be like not agreeing on this because I can already <laughs> see your face. Um, well, I mean, so the first thing I think is like, I think nobody up until the like after show, nobody did anything wrong. Like, right. I wouldn't say like, oh, Katie's a terrible person because of how she reacted or whatever. Like, um, you don't think Greg acted very immaturely in their fight? I think they were both flooded and dysregulated and they didn't connect. Yeah, but uh, okay. So in the, the big fight, when he goes to her room, okay, so he's clearly upset. Yes, he's flooded. But he, like, he was not there to listen. He, he came to that room with what he felt. He didn't care about her thoughts. He continued to interrupt her. She said, well, this is, and he goes, no, that's not what. He was putting words in her mouth. He wasn't listening to her. He got up and left her twice in the middle of the conversation. Mm -hmm. He was very condescending. He was very rude. I don't think he was gaslighting. Gaslighting is a word that's going around. I don't think he was gaslighting. There might be, have been hints of it. I don't think he's a narcissist. I don't think he's a gaslighter. Mm -hmm. But I do think he handled that, that fight very poorly. And I don't think it was... Um, I don't think he, I don't think Katie deserved how he handled it. Well, I think that that point of view does not give credit to the fact of like, so what happens when somebody feels like their heart has just been broken in the, in a really brutal way? Like, does, does the person in that scenario get some grace for not being like, patient and kind and understanding when they're devastated sure but but what doesn't make sense though is if he is so in love with her and loves her then why isn't he willing to really hear her and understand where she's coming from and be like you know what like I, I'm really hurting right now. I just want to hear like what, what's going on. Like I, and then have some empathy for her role as the bachelorette, which is a very hard role. She's getting her heart broken. Like she, Michael just left her. 
She got heartbroken by that. So she's heartbroken and she's trying to not break hearts. Like she has a very hard job as the bachelorette. And I just felt like it was just so him, 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 him. Yeah, but you're also saying, what about empathy for the person who's dating three other people? You know what I mean? Like she's, she's fine. Like she is, she is fine. Right. And even in that moment, he's like, I'm going to leave. And she's got like three other boyfriends. Like, and so, and so the, the, the thing is the reason that I think Greg was like, like when she was like saying stuff, like in the moment when he poured her heart out to her, like you described it well, I thought like, she was totally like distant and cut off. She was emotionally checked out. She was emotionally like disconnected from him. Like, and that's what he sensed immediately. And that's why he shut down. And then she's like, well, what's wrong? What's wrong? And then she's trying to like explain herself and use all of this logic. But I think you and I both know what it feels like. Like you say this all the time. You, you can tell if it's someone you're with or whatever, you can tell from the tone of their voice, from their body language, like immediately of like, is this person like connected and open to me right now? Even if what they're saying is logical and like not mean, you know, and they're explaining themselves, like, you know what that feels like. And it, it, it hurts, it's confusing, it's upsetting. You know, and so that's what he was feeling in the moment and why he shut down. And that's why her like logical explanation, right? And like when she went to like logical explanation, she's like, well, I told your mom that you're getting a rose. And he's like, I don't give a fuck about a TV show. Like he's like, this is my, you just met my family. Like I've poured my soul out to you. And so is my family about the most traumatic experience of my life, you know, of like losing my dad. And, and that's all still really recent and fresh. And you're talking to me about like, congratulations, you've ex- advanced to the next round of this, of this game show that we're on. And yeah. he's like, I, I, and, and, and I think when you, when you feel a deep intimacy with someone and you decide to make yourself really, really vulnerable it to him, like he went way out on a limb and she just like cut the limb off. Like she just pulled the rug out from under him. Cause he's like, I thought we were both feeling this and the way you're, the way you're emotionally a hundred percent pulled back both that night and in the conversation the next day shows me that like, I, I, I must've been crazy. Well, I, I think some of that is fair. I think there's parts of it that aren't fair. I think the parts that aren't fair is that looking at all of the previous interactions of them before that, she was there. And what if she just was tired? Like she had just had a long day. It's probably exhausting meeting people's family. So the one time she's there, she doesn't know what to say. She's she's confused because she's got Blake there who maybe she was going to pick Blake all along and maybe that's why she didn't you know, say anything back to Greg, but maybe she's really confused. Like she doesn't know what to say. And she's kind of like, well, I don't want to say the wrong thing at the wrong time. And like, he's poured his heart out and I don't have the emotional capacity right now to like really be there for someone. And he didn't have any empathy for that, that she had maybe 
one time in their interactions together of like not being on it. Yeah, but it's not a matter of like, she should have done something. It's that, because I mean, and, and I said this to you after we watched the episode, right? Her reaction told him everything he needed to know. And it turns out he was right. Mm-hmm. Because she picked someone else and seems very secure and happy about it and sure of it. Mm-hmm. Right? And like, you know, like, because here's the thing. <laughs> the big sticking point for her allegedly in this conversation when he poured his heart out was, I'm not going to uh, tell anyone. I'm not going to say I love you to anyone. Uh until the show ends. Mm-hmm. And then the next date she has, she says, I love you to that guy. And effectively, like, kind of pulls the plug on the rest of the show. And her whole her whole thing with Greg was, I'm con- con- contractually obligated. I can't pull the plug on the rest of the show. And then she did exactly that, like, the next day. And so, and so it wasn't a matter of, like, he's... He's somehow um, being hard on her for not saying the right words. I think he's emotionally attuned enough to himself and the people that he is in close relationship with that he knew that she wasn't there. Like, even if, like, if she had, if, if him pouring his heart out to her like that was welcome news to her, even if she used the wrong words or whatever, he would have felt that she would have been able to communicate that to him. I just think, I think that she didn't know Blake or Greg at that point. Mm -hmm. I think she didn't know. And when Greg left, she's like, okay, it's Blake. And that's why she was like, I love you. I think she probably had love for both. Mm -hmm. And when Greg left, it was like, clearly wasn't going to be Justin. Poor Justin. He's great. Yeah. Um, so I don't know that that's really fair to say that because I think if Blake had said, if we had seen that with Blake first, cause Blake mm-hmm. didn't say, I love you at hometowns, mm-hmm. you know, like we wouldn't know. We didn't see it. All we're seeing is what's aired, sure. but I want to kind of like, we need to kind of wrap this up as quick as we can. I just, what's, here's, what's interesting. So, um, I was listening to Nick Viles podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Great podcast, by the way. Yes. And he had Dr. Diane on, Mm -hmm. who's back to love on Instagram. Um, And she made an interesting observation that when you see a fight like this, it's going to trigger things. Mm -hmm. Because this is a very common fight that happens between different attachment styles and relationships Mm -hmm. and you're going to view it differently absolutely based on what your attachment style is because you're going to be triggered by that Mm. so i'm anxious attachment style you're avoidant Mm -hmm. attachment style so it could be a lot of why we're not agreeing on this like Mm -hmm. and, and i see your points I just don't think it's fair to blame it on Katie. No, no one's blaming anything on Katie. Like, it's it's just, let's not say that Greg is a horrible person for pouring his heart out to someone, having that person not reciprocate in any way, shape, or form. It's not just about not having the right words. Like, not sort of, like, being like, yes, this is what I wanted to hear. Yes, you're not crazy. Like, I'm feeling these strong feelings, too. Um, 
and then and then removing himself from the show because he was overwhelmed and devastated. Yeah. And, and I think the only person who actually did something wrong, I would say, is Katie after the fact. She accused him of of being completely disingenuous for the whole show by accusing him of like having just gone on because he had been to acting school earlier or something like that. She was like, you're not a man. She was saying all of these things that were just way out of line. Yeah, I half agree with that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Greg had tried to get on The Bachelorette before. Mm -hmm. So this was his... He was supposed to go on Claire's season, decided he just didn't see himself with Claire, didn't do that. So he's been kind of in the game. He was spotted with McKenna mm -hmm. before going on the show. So it's like, so I don't think Greg's innocent. I don't think Katie was justified in everything that she said. But I think the reason why she did what she did is because Greg pulled an I love you but this is your fault and it's your fault and that's why I'm walking away from this. So he didn't take any responsibility for like, I love you, okay, I can forgive you, I wanna be here for you. He's like, I love you, but you didn't do this right, so I'm out. And I think that, I'm not saying all of that is mm -hmm. true, but I think that Katie she obviously comes from a very strong womanhood family. If you watch the episode, her aunt is crazy. Yes. Um, but I think she felt the need to stick up for women because there are so many men out there that have done the same thing to other women of, of not taking responsibility for their actions. He said, you know, they asked Greg, do you have any regrets? He said, no. That's not really like he didn't he wasn't his he didn't say some kind things. He said some unkind things. So it's like what did I, he say? Like when they were fighting. Like I, I think I think that he just he, the fighting was not a healthy fight. And I get what you're saying that he was flooded, but it still wasn't healthy. Well, I mean, what he was saying is like you broke my heart like and you weren't like I told you all the stuff and you were just totally like detached completely right like he wasn't saying like you're a bad person or whatever you know what i'm saying like i i, I don't know well like, he, and he, he was accused emotional. her he accused her of things i can't i don't remember exactly what i said but yeah it wasn't it, he was not he did not look good in that fight yeah and and i would just if i would see that fight back i would mm -hmm. be like yeah i i regret some of the things i said he had no regrets and i mm. think that is what pissed her off Mm -hmm. Well, she was pissed off before he even walked out. So She was pissed off, but I think the no regrets went over the top. Mm. And I think, I think the calling him not a man, um, accusing him of the acting thing, like who knows. Um, she said gaslighting. Gaslighting, which, is which isn't, that's baseless not. Baseless and unfair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely made her look immature. It was not a good look for her. Yes. But on the other hand, I think that she's a strong woman I think she felt hurt by the rejection. I think that social media really backed her up on it. Mm -hmm. And so she felt kind of like... Um, well, there was plenty of people in her social media like, yeah, sort of saying these like things, your, gaslighting yes, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I don't think, you know, I don't, I don't want to be too hard on Katie either for what she did in the, after the final rose because I think she 
that was her way of like, it was like a vendetta of like, of like the, all the shitty guys who have said all these things and yes. done opposite. And she was hurt like, and scorned. She, and she yes. was hurt and scorned and she yes. was going to stick up for all of the women because Katie's an advocate. Yeah. She was an advocate for bullying on the season before. Yes. You know, so. Um, but interesting, there's a couple of interesting things. One is the other, so this whole thing of like, oh my gosh, she's been giving him all this reassurance. He's clearly like, the person that she's into, blah, blah, blah. Well, the other guys were like surprised, you know, the other guys were surprised how strong her feelings were for him. You know, like Blake said that to her, mm -hmm. right? So it wasn't like way over the top obvious to everyone, right? Like, and- Well, I mean, but they, he, she did get the, the second one-on-one. -on -one. Like they knew that he was a front runner. Sure, but I think, but I think the fact that they were surprised like says something. The other thing that's true is like, so I had a, I've had a breakup in my life where I was seeing somebody, it was one of these like push pull relationships. It wasn't a healthy relationship. And this person sort of did something that I felt like really like betrayed my trust and like hurt me. Um, and it was this kind of thing where like, it was all, it was, it, I, it, it's not worth getting into, but when we talked about it a few days later, you know, it was like, oh, wow. Like this thing was like kind of really hurtful at the time. And like, I was, I, I knew enough to be like, let's talk about this later. Like I need to process, like, otherwise I won't be at my best. Like you're saying, we talked about it later. I was like, okay, so like you did this thing. And I'm like, what that's show, showing me is that like you're not really into this relationship and like looking for a way out. And I said, I said to be, you know, I said it was really overwhelming. It was a really overwhelming night. And like, I was, because for this whole night I was like worried about her. And then it turned out that she was like somewhere. I ended up like picking her up from a hotel with like, where she was like in some guy's room or something mm. like that. There's a whole thing. Mm. So I'm like, what this shows me is like you're kind of not invested here and i said and i have to be honest like part of me felt relieved by that mm. because it, it hasn't like it made me realize like it hasn't been working either like i mm -hmm. haven't been really happy either and i was and then she was kind of i was like like where are you and she was like what am I supposed to say to that? Like, you just told me that you were, like, relieved by this, like, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I mean, f first I was hurt, mm -hmm. right? And I go, I go, well, one thing you could say is, like, that if you want to be with me and you, and, and what I'm saying about you not actually wanting to be in this relationship isn't true, like, this would be the time to say that. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, how am I supposed to say that after you just told me that you were relieved, right? And it was the weirdest thing. I, when I reflected back on the breakup afterwards, I realized I'm like, oh, both of us felt like we were the one who got rejected. Mm -hmm. Like, that in her mind, she did this thing, but was like, it's not what you think. Nothing happened. And it's sort of, I pushed her away and, like, kind of, like, dumped her. Mm. And in my mind, I'm like... I told you what I was feeling really honestly, which included like, 
you know, and I wasn't like sort of blaming her or calling her names, but it's like, you probably did this because yeah, the relationship is not going well right now. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, and I was, you know, to me, I kind of like shared honestly and was like, if you actually care about me and want to save this, then like, tell me. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, and I really feel like that's what happened to the two of them, you mm-hmm. know, and which is why, like, even though like it wasn't a good look for Katie and after the final rose, and I see your point, like it wasn't a good look for Greg when he was like, you know, in a state where he wasn't really like listening and being a good person. Um, I just feel sad for both of them. Yeah. I think it's really unfortunate. Well, I mean, I think we can all agree that they are not meant to be together. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing they didn't end up together. And I think Katie and Blake are actually really cute. Yes. And what's so interesting, though, is I think her, like, her being so um, attacking towards Greg actually, like, made me sad because it made me, like, because, like, up to that point, like, we got to see her and Blake and, like, them getting together at the end of the show and then them being together at the after show. I was, like, really happy for them. Mm-hmm. I was, like, oh, cool. And then she was, like, so angry and attacking that it, like, made me, like, well, you feel have- bad for Blake in that moment and also be, like, well, if she's still, like, this upset about the Greg thing, you know, like, I'm, like, if you're with the love of your life, like, what? Well, you, I don't, it, it made me wonder about well, that Well, she hadn't gotten any closure. This is mm-hmm. the first time she'd seen him. She mm-hmm. just watched it all back. Mm-hmm. He said he has no regrets. So I think she can have both feelings. And if you look, if you listen to the episode with Nick mm-hmm. Fial and Dr. Diane, and you re- look at some interviews that they do together, like Blake is really supportive of Katie and he, he agrees with what she did. So he like supports her. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't think, I don't think she did anything wrong. I mean, you know. Yeah. I don't think we need to, I mean, I just, I just think it's so easy for us to compartmentalize things, but they were literally in this bubble and Katie had no chance. Like she got dumped by Michael. Then she got dumped by Greg, two of her front runners that probably would have been in the top three. You know, and Andrew left and then he kind of came back and then he didn't stay. And it's like, so she was, she, she just, how could she process anything? Mm -hmm. And like, sure. Like, yeah, she's happy with Blake, but she was still grieving the breakup with Greg and the rejection. And I mean, we've seen bachelors dump the lead and go with the one that they rejected because they're so in love with them. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're forming multiple relationships and I do believe... And it's a confusing, overwhelming experience. I do believe she was falling in love or in love with Greg too. So, you know, we'll never know, but... Yeah. I mean, and it's also... But it's also interesting, like, when you use words like front runner and stuff like that, like, it's also like, well, there's... There's there's only, like, one person that is the person that, like she's going to form that really strong connection with and be with and stuff like that. And so it's like, you know, well, that's not necessarily true though, because some people have gone on the show and literally not known who to choose. I mean, look at Ari. Mm -hmm. He chose Becca was still in love with, I guess that's true. Lauren. Yeah. I think. And ended up leaving Becca for Lauren because he couldn't get over her. Yeah. After he proposed to Becca. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I think it's just such a confusing world. And I think it's so easy for us to judge the lead um, or even people on it, you know, say, and yeah, it's like, it goes both ways. Yeah. yeah. So, 
Okay. Well, we we want to know what you guys think. Team let us. Yeah. Let team us know. Team Katie what you or think. Blake or Greg. So, <laughs> <laughs> team Katie or Team Greg. Yes. Or or Team Leanna, Team Jared. How did we do with our argument? <laughs> All right, guys, we love you so much. Follow us on Instagram at Podcast at underscore Leanna Joan at the real Jared Rodriguez, patreon.com slash Podcast. Visit our website for all of our links, www.hellongobypodcast.com. We've got an amazing interview next week with mm-hmm. Sarah from Own Boudoir. Catch up on Fuckboy Island, and yep. we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.